Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with The Fall Guy. What are you doing later? Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Friday, February 10th, 2016 here on the Patriots Beat Podcast. We will be discussing their crazy, crazy Super Bowl win in Super Bowl 51, as well as giving you guys a full season in review. Welcome to your Patriots Beat off-season specials. We will now be going up to two shows a week, one on Tuesday and one on Friday, but we start now reviewing the 2016 season. This is Larry H. Russell speaking on behalf of the network, thanking you once again for downloading the Patriots Beat Podcast here on CLNS Radio, the leading online provider of audio-video coverage for New England professional sports. Download the free CLNS Radio mobile app for your iPhone or Android for immediate and convenient access to all the content available on the CLNS Radio YouTube channel, podcasting network, and clnsradio.com. Now, on to another edition of Patriots Beat. Take it away, Harris. Hello, everybody, and welcome to this episode of the Patriots Beat Podcast. Great to be back with you guys after an incredible, incredible Super Bowl weekend, Super Bowl week, and then obviously Super Bowl 51 was easily, well, not easily, I don't know, but definitely one of the greatest Super Bowls of all time. Patriots coming back from 25 down in the third quarter to come back and win the Super Bowl. They end up shutting out the Atlanta Falcons offense for approximately, you know, a full quarter and a half uh, to make sure that they don't put any more points on the board and let Tom Brady go to work. Just be mindful of that game that if the Atlanta Falcons kick a field goal, that game is over. If the Atlanta Falcons enter, you know, get one more turnover, the game is over. If the Atlanta Falcons decide to run the ball more than three times when they're up twenty-eight to three, then again, it's the game is over. So no guest for us to uh, on this show. I'm just going to be using this show to basically be uh, wrapping up the season as well as to uh, kind of break down what CLNS is going to be doing this offseason. Like I said in the intro, we're going to be moving up from one show a week to two shows a week because this Patriots offseason should be one of the most eventful that we have throughout the entire season. Uh, We're going to be breaking down each individual, um, what's it called, position group, uh, giving them grades, 
as well as doing a lot of stuff with the draft, doing a lot of free agent stuff as well. Uh, we'll be predicting different contracts that come in and out, predicting who will be on the team next year and who will not be. As we know, the Patriots are not uh, are not ones to be afraid of any sort of roster turnover. So we'll be we'll be discussing a lot of that. But for now, let's just go over the Super Bowl uh, before we get on to our first. Actually, no. We'll start from the beginning of the season and then we'll we'll move forward and we'll take breaks in the middle. So, you know, one of the great things about this Patriots season this year was just, you know, the consistent fight that this team had all season long. I, you know, you, you got to love what you see from the beginning of the season. Obviously, you know, that first game that they had against the Arizona Cardinals in Arizona, starting Jimmy Garoppolo. I remember coming on, uh, what, what was it, on the Patriots postgame show for the first time and talking about how Jimmy Garoppolo, you know, was just was just outstanding all game long. The Patriots defense was outstanding in that game as well. They just they just owned them. I mean, I, I remember, you know, that, that crazy trick play from uh, Jimmy Garoppolo to Chris Hogan to start off the year. And then throughout, you know, the entire game, just, you know, great play after great play after great play. The Cardinals got the lead once because Larry Fitzgerald went off in this game. And then, obviously, they, they took the win on a... Uh, well, not a game ending, but yeah, it was game ending. What didn't the uh, didn't the Cardinals miss a field goal to end the game? Yeah, they had a huge like eleven yard drive, and then yeah, the Catanzaro missed a forty seven yard field goal wide left. So you know, obviously a great way to start the year one and zero, and then the next couple of games after that, still no Tom Brady. Um, Patriots now down Jimmy Garoppolo as well in the middle of that Dolphins game. But obviously that did not slow them down either. They end up taking down the Dolphins and then end up taking down the Texans next week, 27 to nothing. And then in Jacoby Brissett's second career start, they get thrashed by the Buffalo Bills, seeing as Jacoby Brissett was throwing the ball with one hand and they just gave up in that game. I think they were okay recognizing that they had won their first three games of the season without Tom Brady. We're like, okay. You know, it does suck that this game is at home, and it does suck that this game against Buffalo. But the offense just couldn't do anything, anything in that game, excuse me, uh, anything in that game to get the ball moving, especially with Jacoby Brissett out. But after that, you know, they roll over the Browns, roll over the Bengals, roll over the Steelers, and roll over the Bills in their rematch before they finally get their bye week. That was when Brady had come back and just kind of proven to the NFL that, okay, now I'm still one of the best QBs in the NFL. Here's a four-game win streak. I think he threw one to zero picks throughout that entire four-game span. I remember he was just outstanding. He crushed the Browns. Crushed the Bengals. It kind of sucked because that Steelers game was all Andrew Jones, uh, and I think Le'Veon Bell played sparingly in that game. And then you know they crushed the Buffalo Bills in Buffalo and started the descent to put the nail in the coffin of Rex Ryan's professional coaching career. But after that, that's when things started to get really interesting. They get the bye week, 
and then go into the game against the Seattle Seahawks, which they lost at home because Russell Westbrook, or Russell Westbrook, LOL, Russell Wilson decided to go absolutely off in this game, 25 of 37 for 348 yards and three touchdowns. CJ Procise, seven catches for 87 yards and 17 carries for 66 yards. This was the game right after they traded Jamie Collins. It was also right after their bye week, and they just couldn't get anything going in that game for the life of them. So, you know, to, to, to see them get beaten that game was kind of rough, especially at home. Um, but that was really the last time we saw this Patriots defense play poorly. I mean, af- after that, they they don't really – I believe they don't give up – yeah, so they, they only – they never give up 30 points for the rest of the season. That was the last time that they – that was actually the only time – they gave up more than 30 points in a game, if I'm reading this correctly. Yeah, so they beat the Niners 30-17, Jets 22-17, Rams 26-10, Ravens 30-23, Broncos 16-3, Jets 41-3. And then they finish off the regular season with a 35-14 victory over the Miami Dolphins. So they they were a flaming hot team going into the playoffs one two three four five six seven game win streak going into that that bye week and then obviously coming out in that game against the Texans in the playoffs and just blowing them out but we're actually going to take our first break before we get into the playoff review and then finally into our Super Bowl review so stay tuned Episode number 157 is brought to you by ZipRecruiter. It's the new year, which means a fresh start for your business, and a great year starts with making great hires. But posting your job in one place isn't enough to find quality candidates. If you want to find the perfect hire, you need to post your job on all the top job sites, and now you can. With ZipRecruiter, you can jumpstart your hiring in 2017, post your job to 200-plus job sites, including social media networks like Facebook and Twitter, all with a single click. Find candidates in any city or industry nationwide. Just post once and watch your qualified candidates roll into ZipRecruiter's easy-to-use interface. No juggling emails or calls to your office. Quickly screen candidates, rate them, and hire the right person fast. Find out today why ZipRecruiter has been used by over 1 million businesses. And right now, my listeners can post job on ZipRecruiter's for free by going to ZipRecruiter.com slash sportsfan. That's ZipRecruiter.com slash S-P-O-R-T-S-F-A-N. One more time, try it for free. Go to ZipRecruiter.com slash sportsfan. All right, moving on to the postseason review because the postseason was, you know, obviously awesome. Peaches only ended up playing two, oops, excuse me, two postseason games. I don't count the Super Bowl as a postseason game. That's an event. So the two postseason games obviously take down the Texans 34-16 to pretty handily. Brock Osweiler sucks, blah, blah, blah. They couldn't get the run game going. Their defense was just okay. Patriots defense stifles a a team that had an okay first half didn't get anything. I'm pretty sure they can score a point in the second half. Scored three points in the second half. Brock Osweiler goes 23 of 40 for 197, one TD, and three picks. Deion Lewis scored three touchdowns in that game. It just, again, a very easy game for the New England Patriots. And then the AFC Championship game against the mighty Pittsburgh Steelers. Oh, yeah, Le'Veon Bell, Antonio Brown, Ben Roethlisberger, 
And Le'Veon Bell plays one snap, doesn't do anything. Antonio Brown catches seven balls for 77 yards. Big Ben throws one touchdown and one pick, and the game is over. Brady goes 32-42 for 384 and three touchdowns. Chris Hogan with nine catches, 180 yards, and two touchdowns. So what, what, a, what a dominating Dominating AFC Championship game for the Patriots. That's two in a row for them. You know, obviously after crushing the Colts in the stupid Deflate Gate game. But outside of that, no big deal. Patriots take the AFC 36 to 17 from the Pittsburgh Steelers, going two and zero against them this year, which is always something to be proud of. They will be playing them again since they won their division. But it was a great playoffs for the New England Patriots. So now, with the season reviewed and the games talked about and the this and the that, let's talk about Super Bowl 51. So, I've rewatched this game about four times now. I've rewatched the fourth quarter about eight times. I have watched the mic'd up version. I have watched the full full version with commercials. I've watched the condensed version. I'm still waiting for the game film or the coaches film version to come out so I can do a little uh a little 11 11 on all all 11, excuse me, uh uh analysis of the game. But for now, I am going to sit here and call it the greatest comeback in the history of sports. Now, I know you have the Music City Miracle, which was crazy. Obviously, you have Miracle, uh, you know, with the, the excuse me, with, with the USA beating uh, the USSR or the Soviet Union and whatever. But I don't think anything will ever beat a 25-point comeback, including a 19-point comeback in the fourth quarter Two two-point conversions, no points allowed in the last quarter and a half of the game. Sacks, fumbles, turnovers, incredible. The one of the great catches in the history of football by Julian Edelman. If you go listen to the mic'd up version, he gets it. He's like, "I caught it! I caught it! I caught it!" He knew he caught it. They were pointing up at the screens, showing the the Falcons DBs that he caught it. What an unbelievable play by an unbelievable player! I think it's now time to stop this this stupid ideology that Julian Edelman is only good because he plays in the New England Patriots. Julian Edelman is a dang good wide receiver. Julian Edelman is one of, I think one of the 10 best wide receivers in football right now. When he came back healthy from that foot injury, he was unstoppable. He was fast and out of cuts. He was catching everything. He was running great routes. He was, he was outstanding. He was so good. And it was great to see him perform again in the Super Bowl. Four catches for 74 yards, including that unbelievable, unbelievable catch that he made in the center of the field. I think that catch, to be totally honest, despite the fact that it was obviously a huge momentum swinger for the New England Patriots, I'm almost positive. Now, let me check. Let me let me check here. Uh Julian Edelman. 
I believe it was only 23 yards. Yeah, so the catch was only 23 yards, but it was it was 23 crazy yards. I mean, heck, they, they got another 20-yard catch to Danny Amendola, who we'll get to right after that play. But only 23 yards in that catch by Julian Edelman, but 23 very important yards. Gets them onto the other half of the field to so the Atlanta 41. Just... I don't know how he caught it. You know, I, I said this on the Patriots postgame show, and I'll say it again. Tom Brady pulled out his wand, you know, did a little swish and flick, Wingardi and Leviosa, and the ball levitated above the ground for a couple for a couple of half a seconds, and there it was. What an outstanding uh, catch by Julian Edelman, and what an outstanding drive by Tom Brady to end the game. Just, you know. It, it's it's easy to look past a a moment like this where you just chalk it up to oh you know the Falcons lost the game. It's easy to say that the Patriots didn't go out there and win it and that the Falcons played terribly. But what Tom Brady did three consecutive excuse me five consecutive scoring drives. Four out of those five were touchdown drives. They scored three consecutive touchdown drives. Five plays, 25 yards. Ten plays, 91 yards. Eight plays, 75 yards. Another need a 91-yard drive to tie the game in two minutes and 33 seconds. Ten plays, 91 yards, two minutes, 33 seconds, and a touchdown and a two-point conversion. One of the great drives of Super Bowl history, one of the great drives of football history done by Tom Brady. And again, this the, the argument is over. I said that the argument was over even before the Super Bowl, whether they won or lost. If Tom Brady played like crap, then I guess... You couldn't just give it to him. But he didn't play like crap. Tom Brady played an outstanding football game and ended up dominating what was supposed to be a very fast, very physical defense. They just outran them. They just outplayed that defense. And Tom Brady is now in the books as the greatest quarterback of all time. But we're going to take one more quick break. When we come back, we're going to go a little bit deeper into the historical implications of this Super Bowl as well as what we might see to go off into the offseason. Short show for you guys today for the Patriots 2017 season in review, and then we will get into our final segment of planning out the uh, the Patriots beat offseason review extravaganza. So we'll be right back. Not all ingredients are created equal. Fresh, high-quality ingredients make a real difference, so it's important to know where your food comes from. I know that me personally, when I was living in a college dorm, I used Blue Apron in order to get my fresh ingredients so that me and my roommate Jack could cook up some nice meals, maybe some fresh steaks, maybe some good chili, some quality stuff. And it's also a very fun holiday gift, so maybe for a nice Valentine's Day gift or a nice birthday gift coming up, I would give it to, I wouldn't give it to a girlfriend, obviously Blue Apron would be a little rough, but give it to a family member, maybe they can get some high quality ingredients in their life. For less than $10 per meal, Blue Apron delivers seasonal recipes along with pre-portioned ingredients to make delicious home-cooked meals. Blue Apron knows that when you cook with incredible ingredients, you make incredible meals, so they set the highest quality standards for their community of artisanal suppliers, family-run farms, fisheries, and ranchers, whether it's Japanese ramen noodles, wild-caught Alaskan salmon, or heirloom tomatoes, 
Blue Apron is bringing you the best. So check out this week's menu. Get your first three meals free with free shipping. Go to blueapron.com slash patriots. You will love how good it feels and tastes to create incredible home-cooked meals with Blue Apron. So don't wait. That's blueapron.com slash patriots. Blue Apron, a better way to cook. All right, ladies and gentlemen, let's finish this show off strong. One thing I forgot to talk about in our Super Bowl review, I didn't even talk about overtime and about how there's this crazy new thing that the the NFL needs to change their overtime because it was stupid that the Falcons didn't get a chance to win the game. All right, look, I understand if you think that the Falcons offense should have had a chance to come onto the field and attempt to win that football game. I totally understand. I'm going to tell you that you're wrong. I'm also going to tell you that you're kind of dumb. And I'm also going to tell you that if you wanted the NFL overtime rules changed, why were they not changed before this and now all of a sudden it's an issue? Is it an issue now because the Patriots won and you thought it was unfair? Or is it an issue now because, you know, oh, oh, now the overtime's a problem. Like, if it was a big problem, they should have changed it way before it became a problem in the Super Bowl. Not to mention, the, 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 no, the, the Atlanta Falcons did not deserve to get a drive in the Super Bowl for the, for the win. They did not. They had just given up the greatest comeback in NFL history, they were up 28-3 to at one point and ended up losing the game. And then they go into overtime. I'm don't, I don't even know if Brady missed a pass. Let's see. He missed two passes, one of which was a defensive pass interference, the other of which was the one that Vic Beasley uh, almost picked off. So he really only had one incompletion on that entire overtime drive. And yes, the sure the 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 freaking Falcons deserved to no get 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 out of here with with this craziness. What an unbelievable drive by by Tom Brady and the New England Patriots to finish off the Super Bowl. Eight plays, seventy five yards, four minutes. And a touchdown. James White reaches the ball over the line. Everyone was freaking out because they didn't actually know if he scored. But it was a pretty, like, it was one of those football uh, moments that you would see only in a football movie where, you know, he reaches across the line. He's in. Touchdown. Like, you know, he barely crosses the line. One of those crazy Friday night lights, you know, uh... Remember the Titans plays or whatever where they reach the ball over the line all dramatically and they score the touchdown with with no time left on the clock. So, you know, it, it was fun to see them score one of those really dramatic touchdowns at the end. Uh, great to see Tom Brady win with the ball in his hand, secure the Super Bowl MVP, argument to be made that James White deserved it. But uh, you, you can't really give the, the that trophy to anyone not named Tom Brady after all those drives and all the throws that he made down the stretch. But great, great Super Bowl. Just in general, what hell of a game, people. Hell of a game for for the for the for football in general. I mean we we had a pretty iffy season when it comes to overall game quality, but 
the Super Bowl comes out and just dominates. I mean, what what an outstanding football game. Great start from the Atlanta Falcons. Great finish by Tom Brady and the Patriots. Great, great hold from the Patriots defense down the stretch. Donta Hightower, Trey Flowers coming up huge when the time is needed. Just huge, 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 huge. Incredible game. Incredible season. The New England Patriots are your Super Bowl champions for the fifth time Tom Brady gets ring number five and is now and now stands alone as the only quarterback with five Super Bowl victories. So with that being said and us getting through our Super Bowl review, let's quickly go through what you guys can expect from Patriots beat uh, this season. Uh, excuse me, this offseason. We have a lot of great stuff planned for you guys. Let me just open up my cute little Google calendar here. So we'll, we will now be releasing shows, uh, obviously, every Friday, uh, as usual. Uh, Fridays will be our, our bigger shows. Probably will have a guest on Fridays. The only reason we don't have a guest today is because I kind of just wanted to review the Super Bowl by myself and give you guys what my interpretation of the whole game was. But So we will be releasing shows on Friday as normal, but we'll also be relieve, uh, releasing shows on Tuesday mornings now as well to capitalize on what will be an incredible offseason for the New England Patriots. Uh, Super Bowl offseason, you know, I think they're top 10 in cap space, only playoff team to be top 10 in cap space. So they have, they have a lot of things that they're going to be doing. So we'll be covering them as much as we can. But uh, to start off most of February, we will be doing a lot of player grades for different uh, position groups on the Patriots, uh, DBs, special teams, defensive line, offensive line, that whole thing. And then one, once uh, March starts – then we'll really be getting into a lot of, uh, excuse me, a lot of off-season preview stuff. We'll have a full free agent show, a uh, couple preview shows here and there, a couple draft uh, things here and there, positional reviews for the draft, and then obviously when the draft is going on or after the draft, I believe, let's see, when's the draft this year? We'll have a draft preview show and then a full NFL draft show in April. So... We'll have a pretty event, uh, event, eventful offseason here with the Patriots beat team. I'll be having a lot of the CLNS guys on. I'll probably do a full episode with Tyler Trudeau. I'll try to do a full episode with a couple of the other guys as well. We'll bring on guests throughout the offseason. It'll be a great time. Uh, you know, going to be recording two episodes for you guys a week. So excited to get more and more content out there as well. Also, I will be starting a cool little project on the side that I'll relay more information for you guys as we go along. But congratulations again to the New England Patriots fan base for taking down Roger Goodell and winning Super Bowl 51. We're going to – am I going to take one more quick break before we go? Yeah, we'll take one more quick break before we go, and then when we come back, we'll finish off the show, and we'll send you guys on your way to a very nice weekend. We'll be right back. What's going on, Pass Nation? This is Marvin Zahn of CLNS Radio, and I'm here to tell you right now to check out the CLNS Radio New England Patriots postgame show, hosted by myself and my co-host, Mr. Mike Nice, and live on CLNSRadio.com immediately after every single Pats game. Call in at 929 929- 
877-237-2386 toll free to get your voice heard and contribute to the host breakdown and analysis of the latest Patriots contest. We also got the stars and sorries of the day, Twitter polls for the play of the game, and everything else that is going on with the four-time Super Bowl champions. Subscribe to the CLNS Radio New England Patriots postgame show on iTunes and Stitcher and the best way. Download the free CLNS Radio mobile app for on-demand listening anytime, anyplace, anywhere. All right, fam, that's going to do it for this week's Patriot Podcast. Remember, we will be releasing an episode on Tuesday and as well as Friday. Please leave us a subscription and a rating and review on iTunes and Stitcher. Thank you again to Joshua Morse and Hyde209 for the music. I want to thank Larry, I want to thank Mike, I want to thank Nick for their incredible help with their coverage of this Patriot season. We're going to have a really fun offseason, guys. I'm really looking forward to going over a lot of the big-time contracts a lot of the big time free agents draft picks this that whatever and i'm sure there will be plenty of headlines for us to discuss along the way please remember to follow me at clns underscore sports dean ask me any patriots questions you guys might have i'm always down to talk a little patriots football on twitter but for now enjoy your guys weekend enjoy the snow boston i hope you guys stay safe and we will see you guys on tuesday for our first official position grade review show have a great weekend